Welcome back to Lakes, Woods, and Irons with Chris Foley. Colin McDonald with you, 1380 KLIZ, the fan, and uh, available on Facebook at Lakes, Woods, and Irons, and also Podcast MN, also Lakes, Woods, and Irons. Thanks to our sponsor, Mills GM, the home of affordable luxury, the 2020 Buicks. Chris, uh, just uh, an amazing finish as we get down to the wire here in the FedEx Championship with uh, only $15 million on the line this uh, next Sunday. <laughs> Uh, of course, all the all the top thirty that are in there are going to get a pretty good payday. So it's a little different, uh, little different pressure wise when you're getting a payoff no matter what. But uh, they're so competitive, so fun to see. You know, and you, you can't really argue with the system when the number one and two players in the world are the guys who are running first and second into the last tournament of the year. No, for sure. It, uh, um, it, I, I, I'm still not sold on the format where. Dustin Johnson gets a ten-shot lead to start off with, but um, but it'll be it'll be a great event. It's uh, you know the the guys who have played well since the restart are definitely um, you know are um, kind of filling that top thirty. Uh, you got a few players that you'd like to see there that aren't, including Tiger and Phil. But uh, um, it'll be a great tournament. Yeah, it's my least favorite. The last one when thirty guys left and. It's actually DJ's 10 under, Rom's 8 under, and then it goes down from there, correct? Correct. It's a 10, 8, 6, several guys at 6 because they were kind of tied in points. Right. Um, but, yeah, McElroy's down at like 3 under, so you think, well, he's already 7 shots behind. That doesn't, you know, I, I don't like it. It seems like they could make that better to me and still figure out a winner. But at least they got away from the, uh, you know, DJ has 5 million points and John Rahm has 4,972 <laughs> points or whatever it used to be. That was really strange. Well, especially when nobody knows how you get the points. Right, yeah. How about you just go like uh, 10 for a win and then count down from there? Right. <laughs> Something complicated. But those two guys, we've seen the uh, uh, down the stretch here and after the break especially, the uh, length of putts that have been hold on the last uh, couple holes and the sudden death holes, have just been extraordinary. And uh, DJ, that double breaker that he hit on the 72nd hole, you're watching it thinking, how did he possibly see that? Yeah, it was uh, and a, a rare show of emotion from Dustin Johnson making that. But, boy, he had a fantastic putt to uh, <laughs> to, to tie Rom, And then uh, then John Rom made an even more incredible putt uh uh, to finish it off, you know, they said it was 66 feet. Yeah, but it, but it had to be about 90 feet with a, uh, as much break as it had. Yeah, he must have walked, I don't know, eight, ten yards to his left to watch the as it as it turned down the hill. You know, <laughs> I uh, heard from our friend Pete Sanders that the the probability of making that putt was less than one percent. <laughs> sure, yeah, the stat man would know that, wouldn't he? Yes. <laughs> so that was that was pretty fascinating but uh gosh uh, john ron i mean i i you know you he is you know relatively new on tours this week will be his hundredth uh official tour of well uh, official professional event one that that's counted in the world golf ranking so that's primarily european tour and pga tour and he's won ten times in that in the, that hundred, and what's amazing is he's finished in the top ten 
uh, almost 50% of the time of those starts. So he is off to an incredible start for his career. Man, he sure is. That's a, well, not, uh, DeChambeau doesn't have that many wins, but he has, uh, his run early in the year was quite similar. He's got uh, an awful lot of wins for how long he's been out there and a lot of top tens this year, although the last few weeks he seems to have surprised, started to hit the 380-yard drives offline a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's uh, like we've talked, it's going to be a, uh interesting study with uh, how long uh, DeChambeau can sustain what he's got going. So. Yeah, yeah, a whole bunch of those guys are swinging pretty hard, that's for sure. And uh, we were hoping we'd be our good luck charm for last week's guest, but uh, she didn't make the cut in uh, Arkansas last week. Yeah, unfortunately, our guest Sarah Burnham uh, missed the cut by two, but, uh, you know, I think she's uh, the LPGA Tour's off this week, but resumes uh, either next week or the following, and she's uh, she's having a great year. So, yeah, those ups and downs of golf. Austin Ernst was the winner. I'm not real familiar, but another American uh young American player, so that's a LPGA Tour. Hasn't quite had the dominant force this year. Been a variety of winners after the break uh, compared to, it seems like the LPGA the last several years has had uh, you know two or three players that seem to win a whole bunch of the tournaments in a given year, so not as much this year. I don't know if we talked about it last week. I don't think so. Phil really took the senior tour by storm, ended up winning by four, I believe. I was just watching some of the replay on Golf Channel last night, but he really enjoyed being out there with the seniors. I was uh, seemed to really enjoy seeing his uh, his old friends, you know, kind of because he's been the old man on the PGA Tour for a while now. Yeah, you know, it'll be interesting to see how much Phil plays on the Champions Tour. Uh, but boy, he certainly got off to a great start, and um, you know, is. As long as Phil hits it, and they're, they're, uh, the Champions Tour is playing golf courses generally that are, you know, significantly, no, I shouldn't say significantly shorter, but they're definitely shorter. They're playing golf courses around, you know, 7,000, 7,100 yards, where on the, on the PGA Tour, most weeks they're playing 74, 7,500 yards. So uh, as long as he hits it and as well as he still plays and as great a shape as he is, and he he could definitely be a dominant force on the on the champions tour and definitely a much needed uh you know kind of shot in the arm for uh for viewership of the champions tour yeah no question he's gonna that's definitely going to be the case he's playing the blues on the senior tour and the and playing the blacks on the pga tour basically (laughs) yeah that's that's a good good way to put it (laughs) great uh, guest this week with guy we've been hoping to get for a couple of years tim heron's going to join us and uh Lumpy is the nickname, of course, but Minnesota's own and a and a, quite a golfer. We've got his uh, bio sheet with us and a four-time uh, PGA champion and won over nineteen million dollars in his career uh, and uh, pretty pretty impressive. Nice to have him join us. Yeah, one of, one of the great uh, you know I would say top three to four players ever in the state of Minnesota and uh, great family of golf as it is grandfather and father were both professional golfers and great uh, amateur players and Tim and then his sister won the uh, U.S. Women's Mid-Amateur and he's got a son that's uh, one of the top players in the state and 
you know, when, anytime you get one win on the PGA Tour is quite an accomplishment. Tim's won four times and won almost $20 million. So, right. uh, you know, you, you lose perspective of how great uh, Tim Heron is as a player and what a great career he's had. Yeah, exactly right. So we'll be back with Tim Heron on Lakes, Woods, and Irons. Welcome back to Lakes, Woods, and Irons with Chris Foley, Colin McDonald with you. 1380 KLIZ, The Fan. Also available at Lakes, Woods, and Irons on Facebook. Podcast MN, a great landing spot for Minnesota podcasts. You'll find us there also under Lakes, Woods, and Irons. Thanks to our sponsor, Mills GM, the home of affordable luxury, the 2020 Buicks. And we also want to thank uh, holiday stores of Cross Lake and Mill Avenue for this segment as well. Chris, very special guest. I'll let you handle the introductions. Yeah, I want to welcome uh, four-time PGA Tour winner, a rookie on the PGA Tour champions, uh, Tim Heron. Welcome to the show, Tim. Yeah, thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Yeah, glad to have you, Tim, and this uh, really fun event coming up. And uh, you've got some uh, the, San- the Sanford International presented by Cambria, one of your, uh, uh, your representative of that great company. Yeah, it's a great Minnesota company. You know, everything's made in the U.S. And I'm proud to uh, be part of the Davis family. Um, you know, they're big supporters of quite a few things in the cities. And uh, it's going to, the Sanford International Golf Tournament's going to be uh, fun because we're going to have fans back. And I know all the tour players are real excited about that. Tim, without you, you've played in seven or eight Champions Tour events your your rookie year. What what's it been like out there with no fans? Um, it was, it's kind of just like playing with uh, your friends. So the energy is kind of low, but I mean we're still competitive. And I was trying to, uh, you know, at least get in the top ten, which I haven't done yet. So um, I still got some uh, practice and some work to do to. Uh, make a splash on the champions tour but um it's exciting year and it was too bad with the COVID hitting that i didn't get to play a full schedule but uh so i'm just kind of grooming into it i'm trying not to put too much pressure on myself and go out and uh get the job done a little bit um that's the cool thing about the champions tour and golf is that uh, we get to uh we have a second uh second life in our sport where we can go play and be very competitive um i was i am planning on playing a full schedule it wasn't a full schedule this year right so we had a lot of uh tournaments that drop out but uh sanford uh i know all the guys are excited to come have the fans uh do a little pheasant hunting i guess they have some pheasant hunting and uh they're excited to come up for the south dakota tournament Tournaments being played as Minnehaha Country Club, a great golf course in Sioux Falls. First time they're letting fans in a major sporting event. Tell, tell us about that. Yeah, I mean, that, that's pretty cool, you know. Um, it's cool that we get to kind of debut it, and they're taking real um, precaution on the fans and the testing. They're, they're uh, at the gate. They're taking temperatures, handing out face masks, um, the tents that you go to have the Cambria in it, which is a non-porous, so the bacteria or virus doesn't get into the surface. So uh, they're, you know, not, I wouldn't say it's probably going to be perfect, but, uh, you know, Sanford does all our testing out on tour. So um, they've been very efficient with the testing, and I think everyone's 
been great with it, you know, with the COVID testing and things like that. So, um, you know, what other better place? Um, there's probably not a lot of COVID in South Dakota or in Sioux Falls, and uh, it's going to be a great venue to have fans back. Must be a thrill, Tim, to be out there with uh, kind of your cohorts from the same age. A lot of you guys probably came on the PGA Tour at a similar time, and now you're back uh, as a rookie uh, with some of your old pals, I suppose. Oh, yeah. So, um, yeah, I've rented a few houses um, with Tommy Tolls, a good buddy of mine, and Caddy Verplan. We don't get to really go to dinner, so we get some takeout. I've had uh, a few dinners on the just the hood of our car. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so communicate. <laughs> yeah, you bet. <laughs> yeah. I wanted to ask you, uh, Tim, uh, U.S. Open coming up at Wingfoot, and uh, and uh, you had a your your best major finish was at the U.S. Open when you had a sixth place. Was it? What was it like to be in the mix, kind of uh, in a major coming down the stretch? Well, I remember I I was in the second last group with Tiger, and we both had a chance going into the back nine. That was the year Payne Stewart beat Phil Mickelson, but. Uh, the last three holes, uh, Tiger actually had a pretty good chance. He ended up um, three-putting the 17th hole, or he would have been right in the mix, so he lost by a couple. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, yeah, that was that was exciting. I remember Johnny Miller saying, yeah, you can see where Tim Heron's been because it was raining and my pants were wet and tell that I'd been walking through the rough. <laughs> yeah, the last round was a little rough. <laughs> okay, yeah. Still six, though, in a U.S. Open. Not everybody can say yeah. that. <laughs> Good point. <laughs> Tim, a kind of a out-of-the-box question. I'm a huge fan of the amateur game and especially of the Walker Cup. And you, you, had, the, you had the privilege to play uh, the Walker Cup on home turf at Interlocking Country Club. Uh, tell us about that experience. Yeah, it was cool. Um, I remember asking Alan Doyle, who was a buddy of mine, if, if he wanted to be partners, and he uh, he pretty much told me he wanted to hit it in the fairway, so he took Justin Leonard already. He said, I should play John Harris. So I went over and asked John, and we said, perfect, we can play out of the woods with the best of them. So, uh, yeah, we, we uh, hooked up as partners, and I hit the flop shot to win. Um our team event was it all it was alternate shot yeah our alternate shot and uh we end up uh winning by a landslide but it was a great experience having friends and and family and stuff out at the walker cup in my hometown and for those who don't know john harrison a native of minnesota also one of the you know the two of you two of the great players ever out of minnesota but uh uh to to clinch the the walker cup for the u.s uh, on a uh, golf course in your neighborhood with a fellow Minnesotan had to be quite a deal. Yeah, it was it was great, and uh, you know I stay in contact with John, and uh, we have a great relationship. So it's been uh, it's fun to rehash the good old days when we were amateurs. Tim, like a lot of guys uh, your age, I guess my age, Chris's age, I'm older than both of you, but uh, three kids. And Chris was mentioned just before we went on. You're you, you've got a uh, a golfer in the family, correct, or probably more than one? Yeah, I have an 18-year-old that's a, a good golfer here in the state. And uh, it's been quite challenging looking at schools because the schools won't let you in to look at them. So sure. he's a senior in high school, but 
Um, we're going to have to figure some stuff out. Thank God I know some people in the golf community that know some of the coaches and things like that. But then my always, yeah, they play, but they play other sports too. So, Tim, along that line with uh, junior golf, you, you've done a great job the past couple of years kind of giving back to the game and, and um, supporting some, some golf tournaments, some caddy programs, uh, that type of thing under the Tim Heron Tour. Tell us about that. Yeah, the Lumco Tour and the Tamarin Prep Tour. Um, you know, the state high school has the tournaments in the spring where the kids have, has, haven't touched a club in about five, six months. So to try to get their uh, their average up, their average rounds up, um, we decided to make some events in the fall. Kind of show that uh, this is probably a better time for kids from Minnesota to get scholarships and things like that where they've at least played you know five six months and their scoring average goes way down so um it's been great and we get them on good golf courses and they're usually one day events and kids travel from North Dakota and and all all across the state to play in some of the pop-up events uh we call them pop-up events because of the the COVID and we start doing it in the spring because the state high school got canceled and um you know we played windsong olympic uh there's they've been some great uh, venues and and i appreciate all the country clubs and the clubs around the, the city uh supporting the, the tour just to try to get uh golf golf back in minnesota and i i don't think it ever left but just to kind of escalate it because i think a lot of people love the game and just introduce the kids do it you know they have so many different options now with video games and all that stuff so um no it's a great sport it's a sport you can play your whole life so i think it's a great sport to introduce some kids to how do people find out about that that tour tim it's online you can go to lumco uh lumco golf or tim heron prep tour and it should pop up. Excellent. And if it doesn't, I didn't do the website. So. <laughs> <laughs> Tim, nice uh, career on the PGA Tour, maybe shortened by some uh, some health issues, but uh, do you have a, a tour win that uh, stands out above the others or maybe a couple of them? Well, I'd say probably the Honda. That was my first one. That's, that's the one where I felt like, you know, I've arrived. Um, I feel like I in part of the tour now and that I, I feel like I could, uh, yeah, be part of the PGA tour and that I could play out there. So, um, of course, Arnold Palmer's, um, I don't really have a favorite in colonial. That's Ben Hogan's alley. So, sure. Um, they've all been great. Those, those have been great tournaments too. So, um, I do like Texas and Florida. So I've made a lot of money there and my career has been great. And, uh, Texas and Florida. Tim, I always enjoy your uh, your scripting prior to the uh, the major championships. Um, oh and yeah. With <laughs> well, when I was uh, yeah, when I was sitting in the Masters, I think I played in eight or nine Masters, and uh, I go, well, what am I going to watch the Masters? And so a buddy of mine and I got together and we made <laughs> some funny outfits to kind of because what happened was it was kind of a play on Bubba Watson because he he started showing like his milkman outfit 
or he'd wear like all white on Sunday or something. So I'm like, well, I'm sitting at home watching Masters. Why don't I strip some? How that all evolved. We got the U.S. Open coming up in two weeks. Have you decided what you're wearing yet? I have not. You know, I'm focused on the Champions Tour, but we'll figure it out. Yeah, the Masters here because in Minnesota, you know, you're sitting around and the weather's not quite good enough yet. Yeah. In April, so you're you're sitting there hunkering uh, to watch the the Masters. Two Masters in about five months this year. That's going to be interesting. Yeah, that's going to be in a couple months, isn't it? Yeah, or yeah. Mm-hmm. November, yeah. So how's the game in that'd shape a, for... That'd be an awesome venue to go to because I don't think you'll ever see another Masters in November. But you never know. Right, exactly, yeah. How's yeah. the game in shape for this week's or next week's tournament, Tim? Um, getting in shape. I, uh, you know, I've been working hard on my putting. i got to make some putts out there on the Champions Tour. Um, there's a lot of looks, and I just got to... Uh, keep grinding on my uh, my putting, so I'll get there. Don't put a lot of pressure on myself, and uh, I'm hitting the ball just fine. So um, hopefully, I'll make some birds. Tim, we sure appreciate you taking the time. We know your time's a little short, and uh, and uh, really appreciate you joining us on the show today. Yeah, I appreciate. It. Sorry, I didn't have more time. I just uh, things just started kind of getting crazy with the three kids you know <laughs> i'll bet <laughs> <laughs> i appreciate it anytime uh if you do anything in the winter i'd, I'd love to come on and uh seems like a great show um, i'll be listening too all right thank you very much tim thanks a lot tim all right thank you that's Bye. tim heron four-time winner on the uh, pga tour lumpy the nickname of course and of course he is uh minnesota's own tim heron and the sanford international is coming up in two weeks on the senior tour. Welcome back to Lakes, Woods, and Irons with Chris Foley. Colin McDonald with you. 1380 KLIZ, the fan, also on Facebook at Lakes, Woods, and Irons, and now Podcast MN, also at Lakes, Woods, and Irons on Podcast MN. Good landing spot for Minnesota podcasts. This segment brought your way by Mills GM, the home of affordable luxury, the 2020 Buicks, and also by Craigans Golf Courses with uh, Bobbies and Dutches and all the great golf and uh, Dining experiences, and coincidentally, the director of golf at uh, Craigans is Chuck Kletkatsky, and he joins me uh, this morning. Uh, Chuck, thanks for taking the time. I know it's uh, busy with uh, with Labor Day weekend here upon you. It really is. It's great to have uh, some families out and uh, a lot of golfers. It's been a very, very busy year, and we've got a great fall lineup of uh, men and women from all over the state and region coming up on golf packages, but this is an interesting weekend because we see a lot more families, and that's a wonderful thing in, in today's uh, today's time. Yeah, it's been kind of an odd year for sure, 2020. I think everybody thinks that. But golf has uh, kind of been a savior at some of the resorts as far as, you know, conventions and that kind of thing just had to be had to be canceled in the short term. But uh, golf has picked up, picked up uh, as good as ever, a lot of outdoor activity, which people are dying to get. Yes, it's very true. Um, we've been blessed to be one of the industries that uh, you know was able to open early, and the momentum has seriously continued. It's been extremely busy. We've seen new golfers and and old golfers playing more more rounds of golf, and the courses have been in great shape. The weather's been seriously you know so good, and the numbers are up. So that's fun for everyone, and that's everyone in the area. It's not just at Craigan. Yeah, it's been great, and the courses, boy, uh, Bobby and Dutch are just in great shape. And uh, it's been really, really fun to play. We mentioned just briefly, uh, CRMC Championship was scheduled for this year, Chuck. Actually, it just would have been over in August. 
and uh, it's full steam ahead for 2021, correct? Well, we're extremely excited that uh, we've secured our dates. Uh, it'll be the last week in August in 2021, so that'll be the inaugural CMC Championship, and it'll be first Canadian tour, Canadian PGA Tour event in uh, the United States. So we're we're uh, building, uh, we're changing the billboard out here uh, next week and getting the getting the word out that uh, the tournament's going to happen, and we're excited to raise some money for the community and and have a uh, have a big have a big gathering. Chuck, were some of those uh, physical changes to the course on a few different golf holes were those kind of uh, in anticipation of the CRMC coming? Or yes, absolutely. We were uh, lengthening a couple of the golf holes, and we did put those projects on hold until this fall. Yeah. Um, we didn't do them in the spring, but yes, we were trying to make the golf course just a little bit longer. Um, Matt McKinnon, our superintendent, even though we've had a record number of rounds, he's got the golf course in fabulous shape. So we're excited to see what he does next year when the, the tour is coming. We're going to let the rough grow a little bit and, and speed the greens up and make it a, make it a challenge. But sure. those guys, will, they'll play great here no matter how hard we try to make it. They were plenty fast last night, I can tell you that. Yeah, it's kind of <laughs> funny that uh, this is the first year in 22 years that I played in men's league, and Lakes Financial won the first half and uh, has made it to the playoffs. So hopefully hopefully Chefs joins us. But uh, You're the good luck charm? I guess. Yeah. <laughs> Me and COVID. Yeah, right. Now we're falling down on the job this year. We we usually well, get the fast start, then uh, fall apart just before the uh, first half winter, and then uh, never recover. So, well, it's it's been great, great league. We've had uh, 26 teams this year. Uh, so the men's league has been full. Our Ernie's league uh, that's full on Monday nights, and the ladies' league has been awesome too. We've changed a few things where we do tea times uh, throughout the afternoon. It's more become ladies' day than just uh, one shotgun and then uh, once a month we have a shotgun and give away a bunch of prizes and all that so it's been interesting how business has has morphed and you know not everybody needs to wait until five o'clock at night to have a shotgun start so we're taking our the lessons that we learned that were kind of forced upon us if you will and we're going to come out better than we, than we went into this yeah yeah always uh, fun to to uh, gain a little more expertise the uh uh, I think the par three has been utilized more this year, hasn't it, Chuck? It seems oh, like there's the families out there and uh, and just guys practicing and that kind of thing. Yeah, it's it's great because some people uh, don't have time for an entire 18 hole round or even nine holes, and the par three short course has you know really been a a great uh, great asset that's been utilized even more this year than ever. And even this fall, um, you know, with the shortage of uh, a- after school activities and things, um, Chris Foley's got. Uh, you know, a number of junior programs. There's a uh, parent-child league on Saturday mornings. And then after school, we've got, uh, you know, golf available for people. So we're hoping that uh, that trend will continue where, where people use golf as a as an outlet. And, you know, the schools, obviously, to be safe, had to make these restrictions. But sure. golf, uh, we can social distance properly and come out. And we've got foot golf over there, too. You know, so the soccer players and, you know, people that aren't, aren't even golfers can come over and play foot golf and enjoy the just the beauty of the legacy and, and uh, coming out in nature. And there's still a little room in those junior golf programs, I think, isn't there, Chuck? There is, yeah. You can go to chrisfoleygolf.com and, and get the details on that. And it's been, uh, you know, again, you got to get creative in these kinds of times, but it's, it's been fun to have the the, uh, the facilities in order to help take care of people and, you know, help build that fellowship that, you know, is so important to, to golf. And we think it, uh, we always uh, ho- hope it'll last longer, but fall golf is uh, a lot of people's favorite, mine included, I think. Uh, 
you get to September and uh, hopefully into October a little bit with some great fall golf and it's uh, like you say the courses are just fantastic and uh, ready to roll out for that. Yeah, it's the truth. We've got uh, you know probably seven weeks of golf left up in the Brainerd Lakes area and uh, you know our midweek days are are uh, you know they're just not as busy. There's no corporate travel conferences around and stuff so we have less shotguns than we normally would and, but we've got some great charity events the glare event is coming up and that's always just a fun fun tournament where where people come out and enjoy the facilities and um we've got uh, again big enough space where we can have have banquets and stuff and still follow the guidelines that the state has put in place sure yeah and uh, some fun events on the on the calendar as well for just uh members and that kind of thing uh, you've got uh, three or four events yet to come right chuck Yes, indeed. We've got our uh, Legacy Challenge, which is a three-person team event. And, you know, interestingly, the Duffers Open got canceled um, back in late April because uh, we just didn't – their shotgun starts and things were not allowed. So we've uh, repurposed or uh, rescheduled the Duffers Open for, the, for this fall. So now we're excited to uh, still be able to raise some charity money through the CRMC Championship uh, kind of umbrella. And we're going to take the, the charity proceeds from the Duffers. And that's on um, Friday, October 2nd. We're going to have a 10 a.m. shotgun. So there's room available for that. That's a great event because it's uh, very affordable and we play in 10 sums. So you can come out with two five sums and, and uh, you know, really get the, get the, the fun going, if you will. So if uh, teams want to sign up for that, they can go online at craigins.com and register or give us a call at 218 218- Eight two five twenty seven eighty nine, and and uh, talk to any of our golf staff and get your fives and signed up for that uh, that event. So again, that's ten a.m. on October second. Yeah, that's a fun one. Is, is that University of Minnesota? Uh, no, this is Dutch's Duffers Open. So we normally had it uh, the first for the last Friday of April. Yeah, there's an event that we just made up. Uh, it came out of uh, Hugh Phillips's retirement party. Okay, back, back in ninety nine. And uh, Dutch is like, you know, he was a duffer and, and Dutch is a duffer. So we just made up the duffers open and <laughs> it, it's just, uh, it was always an early season event, but now we're right. extremely excited to have a late season event. And uh, so hopefully people will come out and, and support that one. And uh, we take a huge amount of the proceeds and just put it right back to charity. So, you know, we weren't able to raise those funds through the CRMC championship, but this will be a, a little donation uh, back into the community. So good. Have, Fantastic. Have yeah. Check it out. And uh, dining and play and stay type opportunities are always available at Craigens. It's still uh, great weather for either dining inside or out on the patio at your place. Yeah, it's been a great thing. We've got the our outdoor grill that we uh, made this year at the Legacy has been a, a big hit. Smell of hamburgers and and hot dogs cooking is, as you make the turn is uh, made a lot of people smile this year. So that was a great idea. Yeah, that actually that actually worked out really well. It's a nice addition to our offering, and the and the, the the dining rooms are still open inside as well. So, you know, just more variety, give people options. Sure, I saw some fun on uh, Facebook, Chuck. You've been out a few times with your buddies, which doesn't happen very often. But you were in a group where a guy got a hole in one not too long ago. Yeah, absolutely. That was cool. One of our uh, members made an ace on uh, on twelve. So it's uh, it's just been a it's just a great uh, great summer. There's a lot of memories and a lot of. Uh, a lot of fun times at the Legacy, so we'd love to have people come on out and making uh, making friends and memories with, with them, for themselves. All right, the best way to get a tee time, Chuck? Uh, go online at craigins.com or definitely just give us a call at 218-825-2789. Appreciate all the help this year, Chuck, for the, for the show. 
Thanks. It's been a great season, and we look forward to uh, doing it again in 21. All right. That's Chuck Kletkatsky, director of golf at Craigens. Put it on your calendar. Like he says, seven weeks of golf left. Get out there every week or a couple times a week if you can. You're listening to Lakes, Woods, and Irons on 1380 KLIZ. Welcome back to Lakes, Woods, and Irons with Chris Foley, Colin McDonald with you, 1380 KLIZ, the fan. Uh, we sure like to thank Tim Heron again, our guest, uh, legendary Lumpy on tour, lumpco.com. You can find uh, a lot of information, some of his Minnesota-type tours, and uh, we hope to have Tim on again with us. He was gracious enough to come on with a not-too-much-time uh, but the Sanford Invitational is coming up, or the Sanford International, I should say, coming up in uh, in South Dakota with their first event with fans. That's that's pretty great, Chris. No, that's exciting. I, you know, I, when I was doing a little research for the show and looking at the the tournament, and they had uh, ticket sales available online. I thought that this must be uh, they must just have not updated their website. But uh, then Tim talked about uh, them being the first first event with fans, so that's very exciting. We are available on Facebook at Lakes, Woods, and Irons, and uh, you can certainly have questions there at Lakes, Woods, and Irons on Facebook and also podcast to MN, look for Lakes, Woods, and Irons. But Facebook, a good spot for questions, and uh, this segment brought your way by Craigens Golf Courses. Be sure to give the legacy a try, and uh, Bobby's and Dutch's 18, two uh, phenomenal, extraordinary golf courses, and, of course, all the other great events that Craigens is involved with and things you can take advantage of question for you chris did come in this week first of all i'm unsure how many shows you have remaining uh two counting this one in case you wanted to know (laughs) it's good that you should know chris so you can come in next week that's right he here's the question uh if lessons in a simulator are not available we're talking in the off season now in minnesota do you have any outside the box suggestions on how to take a full swing to work on your game so yeah, we have uh, we have a lot of winter in this state. Is kind of where this is coming from. He says an example right. could be a guy take a couple of colored golf balls out and uh, and a couple of clubs and hit them around a bay on a frozen lake. You know that if you got the stones to do that, I guess in the middle of winter. <laughs> That's right. And I guess you could. You're not exactly yeah. dressed for golf usually in those situations. No, exactly. And that that, that question's from uh, a great listener of ours, Troy Ingram, but. Uh, you know, I I always uh, I wouldn't necessarily recommend you know if you want to really truly work on your golf game to hit balls around a frozen lake because it's so much different than uh, uh, than actually playing golf. But there, uh, the winter is really a, a great time to to work on your golf game, and whether you you have access to a, a simulator or uh, you know just a hitting net, uh, there are a lot of things you can do to enhance your golf game over the winter and you know first ju- just taking taking slow motion practice swings uh working on getting your swing into you know kind of perfect position so to speak and uh i always kind of say it's like shadow boxing and um you know if you can watch yourself in a mirror and and work on number one you know getting a, a good body rotation and your body in the right positions and then then getting the club uh, in great positions and keeping the club on plane, so to speak, and, and swinging back and through. And you can even do that, uh, you know, swinging the golf club in the house by gripping down, say, to the, uh, you know, past the grip. So you could you could even swing in a, a room that had, uh, you know, just like eight foot high ceilings. But it's a, it's a great time to work on your putting. Uh, you know, there are all kinds of great 
little putting mats that you can uh, that are relatively inexpensive that that you can work on your stroke inside, and then big part is is you know working on your golf fitness, uh, just getting in better shape. So when you come out in the season, then you're, you're going to play better. And not only stamina-wise by, uh, you know, having better cardiovascular health, but, you know, doing golf-specific uh, exercises, you know, things that, that strengthen your core and your legs and, and working on creating better club head speed. And, you know, we, we've got a, a series of, of videos on our, our YouTube channel that, that has about 18 different golf-specific exercises you can do and, you know, it's not necessarily all about improving your golf swing. There's so many aspects of the game that, that you can get better at that um, uh, are, the winner's a perfect time to work on those. Those are quite good and very easy to follow. You and David Hughes from Big Stone Therapy have uh, done a series of those, and uh, I've watched, I think, most of them and and uh, probably haven't done as many as I've watched, but at <laughs> least uh, at least I'm, I'm getting started, Chris, so... Uh, so yeah, those are those are very good, and uh, do go look for those uh, easy instruction from Chris and David Hughes. One thing I would say to Troy is uh, the number one rule number one right now is play as much between now and October fifteenth as you can. That would that be that is right because we're going to be able to get some great fall golf in. It's really just a perfect golf weather right now. I was uh, going to talk a little bit about the short game, Chris. I I had a uh, actually uh, Dan Fallis Pudley, who everybody. At at, a, at Craigan's nose golfer, he had uh, uh, Phil Mickelson short game uh, DVD that he borrowed me, and I finally got to uh, looking at it yesterday when I had some time. And uh, he has the hinge and hold method on chipping, and it's mostly you know pretty basic from from the front and just trying to help more everyday golfer than a PGA Tour player. But to watch him talk about the short game and uh, having a green in his backyard that his dad had built for him and. Uh, you know, 50% of the shots in golf are from, what, 60 yards and in? Is that cor- correct stat? Right. No, so, that's correct. So how, how many of us work 50% of the time on our short game? I know I had a Not too many. <laughs> lesson from you last winter and got on the simulator. And, uh, you know, I told you that the 60-degree uh, had just become a, ball, a club to get balls out of the pond with in my bag. Yeah. And you, uh, we, it didn't take too long. We worked with a little bit, and you said, no, I want you to hit the 60 and uh, took it back to 60 yards or so. And I was surprised how relatively, uh, not easy, but it wasn't nearly as difficult a club to hit as I thought it was. Right. You know, and in in your case, when we did that, uh, you know, you were having trouble getting the club to bottom out in the right place. Yeah. And really the, the, the biggest key to great ball striking is to be able to control where the low point of the swing is. And, you know, the, the better we can get it at creating ball turf contact, the better the ball striker you're going to be. And one of the great things about working on your short game with, with the smaller swings, uh, we can, it's a great way to get better at controlling that low point and making good ball turf contact. So in other words, hitting the golf ball with a descending blow where we hit the ball and then brush the ground on you know, left of the golf ball. And so that, that's really the key to the short game it is, is that and, uh, most of our misses in the short game where we, we either hit, hit the ball fat or we hit it, you know, hit it with the leading edge and hit it across the green. So the, the, both those misses are the same miss. And that is 
that the club's bottomed out too far behind the ball. Uh, the fat one, we've taken too much ground. The thin one that we hit with the leading edge, we haven't taken any ground and we hit, just hit it with the leading edge. So once we have a better better control of getting that club to bottom out in the right place, our short game becomes much better because we, then we can calibrate our distance as much easier because we're hitting in the, more in the center of the club face. And if we can carry that over in our full swing, our full swing gets better. Yeah, it makes total sense getting to the bottom at the right time. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. All right, one more show left in the season, Chris. Uh, we're, we're getting close to the end. We'll probably do a, a, a kind of a U.S. Open preview and a FedEx wrap-up when we get together next week. FedEx will be in the books, and uh, somebody will have 15 million, and some poor soul will only have 10 million in second place. So. <laughs> <laughs> The rich get richer. It, it, I'll tell you, it's. It, I, I'm not like we said earlier in the show. I'm not a fan of, of the uh, the scoring and the format of the tournament. But boy, with with uh, you know, with as many of the top players that are that are in the field that are playing well, and Dustin Johnson and John Rahm and Justin Thomas and Webb Simpson and Kalmar Carl and Daniel Berger. I mean, those guys have all had great last month it should just be it should be a fantastic tournament should be really good yeah thank you chris thank you mac you've been listening to lakes woods and irons on 1380 kliz